Hey everyone, Chris here, also known as the four-time Floor Simulator Champion, just here to make a few quick announcements. Uh, first, thank you guys so much for continuing to check out the show. It really means a lot to all of us. If you want to help us out, please feel free to leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really goes a long way as far as getting new people to listen goes. Second, we have some new merch. We now have a die-cut sticker with the Unstable Top logo, as well as a coffee mug. Uh, I recently got to see a mug in person, and I think that they came out really well. Uh, and you can find all of that stuff at beacons.ai slash unstabletop. Lastly, Nick, Josh, Wes, and I will all be attending Gen Con in just a few days. And if by some miracle you see us and want to say hi, please do. Uh, it would be absolutely crazy to meet someone who's listened uh, out in the wild. Alright, I think that's about it. I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. When you're bleeding, Zim is looking like a corpse, um, and Pan is being sized for a casket. Is my <laughs> is my rage over? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, well, uh, not no, technically not. No, it's not. If you attacked something right now, well, she went unconscious. But she doesn't. She doesn't go unconscious How does that though, right? Work with with orcish you don't go unconscious. You drop and then come right back. I don't think you actually reach a state of unconsciousness. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. You never had unconscious. Okay. Yeah. I'm still. My red circle is still mm-hmm. pulsating. So what do you want to do? You can. I'll. I'll give you some options here. You can a. Try to stabilize him. I'll give you another option. You, you can, have a healing potion in your pocket. You can. You can b. Try to stop your bleeding. You can c. Try to stabilize Pan. Or you can d. Use the potion that you have apparently that I didn't know about. Remember, we got yeah, two I potions from Quarrel. You did. Um, or E, whatever you'd like to do. Can I only do one of those things, or or so that would be my action. None of them would be a bonus action. Uh, really? A medicine check to heal anyone, including yourself, would be an action. Okay. But are we doing where you can drink potions as a bonus action? Yeah, I suppose we can. You could theoretically, it wouldn't stop the bleeding, but it would give you more hit points and drink the potion and try and medicine check a sim, but that means a sim's not coming back. And I don't know if he has lay on hands or not anymore. And also, he might be dead. <laughs> he might already be dead. You might pour a po- potion in a corpse's mouth and get nothing back. Did you have to drink it from out well, of the corpse's mouth? If, if she wanted to use the potion on him, it'd be an action. Yeah. Yeah. What you want to do, Marilyn? The clock is ticking. Know. I'm going to end up bleeding out by the time I figure it out. Merwin would probably try to heal a sim. With the potion or try to, like, bind his wound? 
Would she put... Let's, let's ask it this way. Would she put her own well-being at stake for him? Yes. So then you use your action to give him the potion. Okay, I do that. Roll me a... Uh, I'll roll it. Not the big question mark. Does it even work? So you, you lean down, you're bleeding terribly, but you uncork the potion, and you carefully pour it into Azim's mouth. And Azim heals Max to ten. I hate that huge. I hate that this is the second time in the game that I've just had no idea whether or not a sim was dead. You don't he like could it. have just one hundred percent been gone there. You don't like the, the, the blind death saves? It's scary. I, I love it. I, I think it's, so it's fantastic. Um anything else for Marilyn? Do you want to move at all? No. No. Okay. Just hang out. Uh, that takes us over to Finn. Bark. Bark. Is there any way that you could conduct a medicine check as a dog. Yeah. Yes. Just lick the wounds. Yeah. Little you puppy kisses. You retain your mental stats, right? Yeah. 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 That's that's what that's what we're doing. A bark, a bark. I use my mental stats to do a medicine check. You you put your paws on Pan's chest and you like lick his face. <laughs> you try to you try to bring him back. It's like when Chris's dog wakes him up in the morning. That is a 14 to try and stabilize him. Good. DC 10. Pan is no longer dying. That's he is nice. stable. Um, Licking your wound. So Pan is stable, but still yeah. unconscious. Uh, Azim, what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to run. <laughs> oh, I'm going to run away. <laughs> I'm going to run to Pandemonium. Okay. And I'm going to use three points lay on hands. Wow. Big spender. Big spender. I got five left, so yeah. And that's my action. Okay. Um, Merwin, you continue to bleed. And you fall unconscious from your wound. Okay. Uh, Finn. (laughs) Yes, yes. Finn, stabilizing wolf. (laughs) All right. Finn Vardare, MD. (laughs) Medicine dog. (laughs) So... If Finn does, does Finn Wolf have one of those like little necklace things that like St. Bernard's wear when they're looking for people in avalanches? <laughs> yes. It wasn't there before when he transformed, but it's there now. <laughs> Where did it come from? Who knows? It's full of frozen gummy bears. Um So here's my question, right? Cause Merwin is unconscious. But she was also bleeding. Would like a medicine check resolve both of those, or is it going to need individual checks? Depends on how good your medicine check is. I mean, like I know that we have an Asim here now, and he seems to have some healing going. So, like my priority would be to try and stop the bleeding before stabilizing. Okay. If that's an option, both would be great. Let's see. But we want to try and stop the. You know, there's one way you could get rid of both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what's that? Healing. Yep. Fresh out. Cool. Let me just let me just get my spell slots. <laughs> oh, we're fresh out. <laughs> so, anyways, medicine check. Ooh, that's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, you're able to staunch the bleeding. Great. More puppy kisses. Pam. I'm gonna stand up. We all stand up. 
And I'm gonna... I'm gonna look over to Miss Van Demick, and I'm gonna say, Well, it looks like your plan's been foiled. But actually, it sounds like, Inaksa, what's up, And I think it sounds perfectly normal. She, uh... She... Roll me... Roll me, a, roll me an intimidation check with disadvantage. Yeah, sure. It ain't uh, very high. You know, like, when a dog's, like, actively doing something and then it hears a sound that is imperceptible to you and just, like, turns and looks at it? Yeah. Just that. Um, that'd be mm. a five. Five. That's, she cocks her head. She's incredibly confused. Uh, I will let you roll me an insight check, though. Yeah. That's an eleven. Eleven. Um, the, the altered state that you noticed earlier that seemed to be the result of some sort of magical influence, uh, seems to be waning. Mm. And right now she's just sort of in a state of, maybe we'll call it shock for now. She's not quite moving. Okay. She's like staring at what is happening. Um, Azim. So I'm gonna go. I see dog, so I know Marilyn is close. And I'm gonna use. I really liked your your gibberish. I think that deserves a token. Oh, thanks. I'm gonna use two points. Well, no, I'll use three points of lay on hands. All right, Marilyn. Marilyn heals for three. Nice. We live. Now that everyone's alive and stable, I'll go ahead and take you out of initiative. Hey, should you, though? Because, like, here's the thing, right? Remember when I was talking about me seeing the path? <laughs> the only one that doesn't know, the only one that knows that this woman isn't evil and gonna stab this girl is Pan. Well, tell me what you do. I mean, af- after, uh, on my turn, when I see that, like, all of my friends are stable and alive... I would go and maul the woman brandishing the spear over the girl we came to save. No, no, to, right? to, to see her, not And there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what I mean, what am I supposed to do with that information? Um. All right. Uh, Pan, roll me a performance check. <laughs> sure. Uh, and Finn, what is your what is your passive insight? My passive insight. Yeah. God damn. Performance. <laughs> a big old five. No, there's no way. Don't worry about a 13, it. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. No, you don't. Uh, uh, I think. I think the positive result would be that you're able to understand that uh, Pan is trying to tell you not to do that, but it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Um, go ahead. So, uh, bright side. Wolf's movement is forty feet, mm-hmm. and we're oh. A ways away. I would have to at least double move, so I couldn't maul her this turn, mm-hmm. right? But I would be making my way. Making my way in the world today. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's go through here. We'll just sort of run in like a rough order here. So Finn Wolf goes to run toward um, the console Vendemic, who he doesn't know who that is. He doesn't care. Um, Pan tries to convince you not to do that to communicate with you, but fails. Um, Merwin, is there anything specific you'd like to do? I think I'd like to go up towards her 
and like see how she reacts to us like moving her direction. Um, okay, well you see that Finwolf runs toward her and uh, she doesn't really react too much, at least right now. Would I be able to tell that something has now changed from... Roll me an insight check. 17? Yes. You absolutely know that she is slash was under some sort of magical influence. But it seemed the effects of it seem to be waning. So I'd probably tell Dogfin to like do not bite. Heal. Sit. Um Okay, so you want to make an effort to do that. Um what about a Zim? I'm just gonna basically go up and kind of <clears throat> so I'm gonna move up thirty feet right now and I'm just gonna kind of examine the situation I noticed Finn Dog rushed up there looking like he was going to attack that's Finn Dog MD uh, <laughs> and then after that I'm just going to kind of kind of wait with my sword shield at the ready okay so Finn Dog rushes forward and tries his best to stop him but he doesn't speak zippity zoppity doo wop over here Cantantu. Um, the woman seems to come to her senses and she's looking around and she turns back and she sees this young woman who's tied to this uh, column uh, and who is covered in like these tiny little superficial lacerations and she takes like a step or two back she drops the spear and she attempts to run for the exit. So I could get an attack of opportunity here. I'm going to leave it up to you. Do you want... At least one person has told you not to. True. And, like, she dropped her weapon. She dropped the weapon. But, like... I don't know. I don't know. Fuck her. Can I... Can I, as a dog, make a non-lethal attack? Sure. With a bite? Is that allowed? Like you know, like dogs do when they're when like, they're beat when they're young and their their mother plays play wrestles with them. Do you want to just try to take her down? Yeah, yeah. I've been told not to kill. I've been told to hold up a second. But like this was literally the woman who was going to do the sacrifice. I don't know if she knows anything or not. Mm. I think this would be a nice person to not let run away. Roll me an attack. Um. Anyways, a seventeen to hit. Seventeen will work. Um. She. You want to give me a strength saving throw? I already did. I'm going to roll it uh, because I think she's panicking. Um, apparently, they rolled them together. And she indeed is taken down. Cool. So so you uh, you pin her to the floor. Her head bounces off the steps. And you break her neck. Dead. No, she's, uh, she's, she is not prone. And she's like freaking out. And she's in, in, in common. She's like, I don't, know what's, I don't know what's going on. Let me out of here. I got to go. Have you ever seen like when police dogs will like jump up and like bite people's forearms and pin them to the ground when Just they become fur missiles <laughs> did you refer to, refer to them as fur missiles that's actually what they're called it's actually like a whole thing they're, they're a fur missile so anyways that's that's what's happening presently okay so Finn has this woman uh pinned what's everyone else doing I'd probably want to ask her, you know, do you remember anything about how you got down here? I'm, I'm going to run up to the other girl that was about to be sacrificed. 
Okay. I'm going to go with a them. <clears throat> and kind of get her taken care of. Sure. So, so you, un- you untie her. Yeah. Um, she is hysterical. She is in tears. Um, hey, look, there's a dog pet it. That'll make you feel better. It's a therapy dog. <laughs> the dog that just bit you, pet it. No, 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 no. no the person who's tied down. He really likes it when you rub his belly. I hear he's an MD. <laughs> um, Wolf has a job. <laughs> she, uh, when you when you untie her, she just kind of like falls into into the two of you. Um, you can see she has these little like trickles of blood and dried blood and old cuts, and she's uh, she's not looking great. Actually, no, sorry, I'm stupid. I messed up. Um, when I, I when I say she is tied, she's not tied with ropes. Uh, she is manacled to this oh. thing. Sorry, my fault. Understandable. My fault. Um, you can try to unlock it if you had a key. Yeah, I'm gonna go check. Um, pale lady. See if she had a key in her pocket. Uh, she doesn't, but you can search and you can find a key. Okay. Just a just a a point of um, order. You find a key. You unlock the manacles, and she is free. I have a question. Yeah. No. Does this person fit the description of Rosalind Turner? Uh, it does seem to match the artist rendition on the missing persons posters. You want to ask her? Pilot Astula. What is her like? Is her clothing like ripped or whatever, or like torn, or is she like? Is she, everything pretty much fine or she's just like everything's like fucked up um so she was wearing just like sort of a commoner like dress um but the like the sleeves have been torn mm-hmm. um it's not like she's not like naked or anything okay. but like there's a big section on her back that's been cut off like the clothing's been removed on her chest it's been removed um and then like the dress has been cut maybe from her like middle thigh down so there's a lot of exposed skin, and you can see that most of it is covered in these just little tiny slits. Okay. I'm going to take part of my bedroll and, like, cut the blanket and kind of put it over her. It's like a comfort thing. What a hero. Yeah. You know. I'll give you my blanket. You feel safe. Yeah, exactly. You didn't know that? <laughs> I would some hot cut- chocolate in there, too. I would skin a dog, but he's an MD, and I don't want to take, the- huh? take that away from the world. <laughs> That's your friend, brother. <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't conscious. Fair. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, this wolf just came and helped us. Yeah, the first. This is. You've seen him a couple times now. You know he turns into a wolf. I think I was unconscious. Every We've time even he had the conversation about it when we all woke up from. No, he turned into a wolf when you were fighting the ogre. You were there yeah. for that. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. and, yeah. Mm. So, so you get the girl untied or unchained. Um, Unshackled. Unshackled. Um, you get like a makeshift sort of covering for her um and out of a probably a combination of exhaustion and fear um she falls unconscious uh she seems fine she's been through a lot uh kind of pick her up and make sure everybody's okay and i guess i'll ask marilyn to take care of what the lady finwolf has got finwolf md i'm sorry 
Are these manacles <laughs> like are they tied to something or are they just were they loose manacle? They're probably attached to They're, the column. Yeah, there's like chains out of the column and the manacles are attached to the chain. Okay. Never mind then. Anyone else? What is your intention here now with this woman? This, I mean, I was I was, you know, going that's right. to question that's right. her. You go up to her. Um and you try to question her. What do you say? What do you ask? You know, when did you know? When did you get down here? How did you get down here? Do you remember anything? Does she remember anything? Hmm. I, I, I don't. I, I don't remember anything right now. I, my head hurts. My head hurts so bad. Well, I'm not real. I'm not really suspicious of her, because. I think from the insight, I can tell that she was under a spell, correct? Maybe, maybe. I'm suspicious of her. I, rip out I mean, I'm a little suspicious mm-hmm. if she's like a politician or something. She is. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I was able to communicate that before I started babbling. Okay. So if I didn't know she was a politician, I'd probably feel bad for her. You, you do not know that she's a politician, um, which is which is a point that's come up at least two other times. Only one of you is from Zopek. Mm-hmm. The rest of you aren't from here, so you wouldn't just see her and recognize her. Especially because of kind of the walks of life that you all have come from. Well, Marin, Marin is the type of person to help people. So she'd probably want to try to help this lady. Like, you know, what's our next move? Are we going to leave since we found other lady? It's up to you. There are, I mean, there's a there's a fountain in the back of this room. You can see that there are uh, four other hallways that branch off. Um, there may be clues in there. There may be other information. There may be other people. You don't know. Well, I feel like since we've, like, since we've got Rosalind Turner now, we don't need to ask any more questions until she's returned. Well, she's not the first that's been kidnapped, so. But she's still alive, so we could, you know, take her to a safe place before we do anything else. I'm gonna gesture to the fucking exit. Go to Stosolima. Grakti? Here's a question. What the fuck is wrong with Finn? Yes, but um, can I, as a wolf, can I hear or smell if there are any other people in any of these adjoining rooms? Hmm. Um, okay. Do you want to take some time and just kind of do like a quick scout of those hallways? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll me a perception check. I have advantage with my keen hearing and smell. Okay. Twenty-two. Uh, in the in the top part, absolutely. Um, you can hear and smell. Signs of passion. What? In, what? One, in one of these rooms. Signs of what? Yeah. Define passion for. They're, like, what do you mean by that? They're fucking. Like, actually? Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. There are two people in the other room. Wizards of the Coast would never dare to write this story. Who are, who are, who are loudly being, who, not loudly, but who are noticeably being intimate. Oh. <laughs> um. And that's in the, that's in the top. I'm gonna pull you up here so you can see. 
That's at like this door up here. But is that the only room that I've clocked any individuals in? In the northern part, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take you around the, the board. Ignore that. Listen. The sounds of combat really got him going. You clear the north hall, and that is the only sign of people that you notice. I mean, with that being the case, we can, we can probably look into some of these rooms relatively safely. I, I go over to Sim. I bark twice. And I run over towards the hallway. I look back at him. You know, like a dog does when they like want to go for a walk? I mean, I'm like carrying... This Rosalind lady, but okay. Yeah. I mean, you can leave her with me because I was probably going to stay back and stay with. Marilyn's going to be on lady. babysit duty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about uh, what about Pan? Fuck. Uh, I guess I'm going to. Hmm. Can I get the three of you to roll me Arcana checks, maybe? Who's the three? Everyone except Pan. But he's almost good at Arcana. Yeah, but. I think Pan understands what's going on. Well, no, maybe, maybe not. It sounds it's to That's me. Right. I sound normal. That's right. Probably one too. Sure. Seventeen. I gotta figure it out. He's he's talking funny. You don't really understand why. Not even with seventeen. I mean, how much how much have you talked to him about his magics? I don't think he Probably ever. Probably nothing. I don't think he explained any of that to you, right? He had that conversation with his teacher. Not so, but you guys haven't talked about it, so it it may have something to do with the magic. But you, I mean, you don't you know you don't just know. It must be a side effect of him using an ability. You know, that's a little on the nose. I mean, I also have a negative one, so. I mean, here's my thoughts, right? I don't know what's happening, but I also don't know how to fix it. So we're just gonna keep going. Keep uh, going, dog. Spirit Aquacina. I'm currently. <laughs> The spirit of Aquafina. Yeah. <laughs> I go with Finn Dog. Alright, so the three of you then go up this hallway while Merwin plays uh, babysitter for these two. So so here, here here's Merwin. what Finn Dog's gonna be doing. On any rooms that he didn't detect any life forms in, mm-hmm. he's gonna do a little circle in front of it and then sit down. And any room and in the and in the one room, in the sex room, ruff, ruff. when he approaches that door, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna like hunch down a little bit. He's gonna, you're gonna like little, an airport dog. Yeah. Wait, no, an airport dog sits when they notice anything. And that do with that what you will. So I'll move I'll move you guys up. So Finn gives uh, Finn. I don't know. You tell me. Coral to bark bark. I'm running out of gibberish. I'm starting to borrow from other languages. Oh. How many languages can you speak? I mean one. But I know some things in other languages. So you Dante guys... Dante la biblioteca. <laughs> Coming to this first, this, this first set of doors, one across from the other. You're in this hallway here. I, I believe you guys can see it. Um... And uh, Finwolf is growling at this door to the right. So, the door to the right is growling. Mm-hmm. I open the door. <laughs> <laughs> I gently open the door. You open the door. Collection of torture devices decorate this lantern lit chamber. 
two leather padded pillories and an iron maiden accompany a table topped with two whips and a set of metal surgical tools. A human female wearing a mouse-like carnival mask leans against one of the pillories, giggling, while a man in a panther mask stands behind her, cradling a whip. Chris just pantomimed closing a door. They uh, they do not appear to notice you when you open the door. Okay. You uh, gonna Pan, Pan wants to close the door. Are you good with that or no? Yeah. yeah. Leave them to their business. Woohoo. Um Wild. I'm glad we opened the sex door. Um There's no longer a Schrodinger's fuck room. And <laughs> were they or were and, they not? We okay. know now. I do want to kind of bar the door so when we send like um, people down here, they have other people to interrogate. <laughs> that we don't have to interrogate. Sure. We'll lock them in the in the bondage room. Yep. Tar- Tarana. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> the one word you knew. I said it earlier. You got the opportunity to use it appropriately. I did. You don't listen. I'm sorry, did you say something? (laughs) People don't listen or validate my feelings either. But we're opening the other door. Don't open the other door. Uh, A bedchamber. It's lined with uh, plush ottomans. Uh, there's a round bed that adorns the center of the room covered in satin sheets and nice goose feather pillows. And two more people are fucking. No, okay. there are no other people in here. There is a, another door that's set into the wall, maybe another room or possibly a closet. Right. Nick, can you put me in that room? It, it's, it keeps saying I'm cladding with walls, no matter what, how I go. Is there any, like... Is there anything of interest in here? Like, I assume this is, like, where all the cultists sleep. Do they are there any possessions of them? Um, Romeo de Hondo. See what you can sniff out. Sniff out. Forty-one. Uh, Forty-one. No, you do not find anything in this room. Find a small cube that's about an inch in diameter. (laughs) Anything else? Go this other door. And open the door. You open it up. Uh, it is indeed a closet. You see uh, that there is an iron peg that has been driven into the stone, and on it is a single cult robe. A crimson colored cult robe. I'm um, going to grab that. On the uh, on the other wall, uh, to your to your right. Uh, there is a wooden chest. Oh, that chest. It is full of various carnival masks, similar to what you what you've seen these cultists wearing before. What kind of carnival masks are available? What animals do we have? Yeah. Is there a wolf mask? <laughs> put it on Finn Wolf. <laughs> Just put the wolf mask on the wolf. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. Uh, there is a. Uh, I just bought one of them little, like, doctor things that has the, like, metal there to put on the wolf. <laughs> um, there's probably a monkey. Um, there's probably a dog, uh, a house cat, um, a lizard, 
bat. There's a wolf. I'll give you the wolf mask. There is a wolf. <laughs> Take the wolf mask. I go put a wolf. <laughs> there you go, buddy. So you can always be a wolf. A woo. <laughs> Zim gives you a cult sex animal mask. Great. I put on the robe. I turn back human. I go into the sex room. <laughs> I fuck. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. I need about 38 seconds. Give me just a minute. <laughs> uh, Nick, I might have to get you to take me out of the room. It's funny because he like puts the mask on, but he doesn't secure it. It still sticks. It's crazy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright. Pull you guys up. Why does that not do? Oh, and makes a loop-de-loop. Where, where are you guys at on your screens? Uh, I'm at the corner. Yeah. Can you I'm move? at the spotlight. Can you move? Uh, yeah. There are two doors on this northern wall, as you can see. Mm-hmm. One on the left, one on the right. Mm-hmm. Do you smell something? Do a little circle and I sit down. Okay. I open the door. The first one? Yeah. Okay. Just, not, just, just commit. Don't draw it out. Um, you open up this door. Um, and there is nobody in here that you can see. Um, this room, like many of the other rooms, is dark. Uh, there are several sets of chains and shackles that are uh, bolted into the northern and western walls. Um, there are dried droplets of blood in here that are drizzled across the stone. Uh, give me a... You're a, you're a dog. Give me a perception check. Does this rely on my keen hearing and smell? A non-natural 20. Uh, the blood is fresh. There are a few strands of hair. Hair that you would probably assume belongs to smells like Rosalind Turner. I wonder if there was a way we could have if we would have gotten here sooner would she have still been in here? Maybe. Because we did take our time. You did take your time. <laughs> and the other choice was to die. So. True. I mean we took a, a whole ass long rest down here in, in these catacombs. But again we almost died anyways. We definitely would have died if we didn't. We definitely would have died. But like, uh, imagine if you were good at Dungeons and Dragons, and like, you got here earlier. You could have done this whole f cool mission where you sneak around, you get the robes. You, st you still go to the sex room. Yeah. They're still in there. But this time you get to participate. You still could. There's nothing stopping they, us from hey, participating now. They don't know what's happened. You can just put on the robes and go in and be like, Hello, fellow cultists. I'm here for the sex rituals. And they'd be like, What are you Rad, talking about? Rad, your whip and your anal beads. I get both? Wow. Yeah. It's time for your four o'clock pegging. Yes. One's for you, one's for me. Guess which is which. Either. What if they're both for What if they're both for each other? And it's like that scene in Lady of the Tramp, in the Tramp but instead of dogs eating <laughs> spaghetti... It's just, you know, <laughs> never mind. I've been on the internet long enough to see where this is going. I don't like it. 
point to the next door. Gorostata? So for all of like, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, for all of the remaining doors, um, Finn will be doing a little circle and sitting down beside them. Mm-hmm. Then we go from room to room and open up our door. Sure. The next, the next room is also like a, like a holding chamber. You continue down the corridor, and again there is a door on your left and a door on your right. I think we're just opening all doors. Finwolf doesn't notice any persons in either one. Oh, we'll start with left door first. Left is in my left, or left is in your left? Left on the screen. Would still be the same left. Hmm. Unless that, you're looking at the map differently than us. The left, left door is always hmm. on left, no matter how. It is, because I'm looking at it. It's on the left side of the screen, but if you're coming down that hallway, it would be on your right. Well, it's the left on the screen. Here. Okay. I was just asking, Josh. The one that I'm highlighting. It's still your left. Yes. But it, on your left, your character's left, it would be different. Now what it said is I am losing brain cells. Sleep, Lorkadorkadin. Yes. Amen, brother. Preach. All right. You uh, you pop this door open. Uh, there are some beds that line the walls here. They have silken sheets and down pillows. Um, there's also, in the corner of the room, a red crystal statue, which depicts a sultry maiden in a suggestive pose. This got to be the Woof, woof. Woof. We can communicate. Um, is this like a... Is this a figure I can recognize? Or is it just a, a, a hot, sexy statue? Um, it is, uh, it is a sexy statue. Cool. How big is this statue? Um, maybe like three and a half feet tall. Nah. Were you going to try and take the statue with you? I was thinking about it. <laughs> eh, I'm going to Um, is there another room in there? Was there another door? Uh, there is not another door in there. Okay. But there is a door across the hall. So how about that door? Across the hall? Sure. Uh, this is, uh, this door is locked. Oh, okay. I, can, I don't open it then. But... Azim has a key. Azim opens it, and it's it's very much set up the same way. Um, there is a there is a another one of these uh, statues in here, same sort of material. It doesn't appear to be a, a woman in a sultry pose. It is instead um, just sort of like a kind of a noble figure, actually. Um, and as Azim and Vinwolf step into the room, uh, it comes to life, begins to move. And please roll me some initiative. We could just leave. We just leave and close the door. We could. It, you have the key. We could just lock it back. Well, we still have to roll initiative. Why couldn't the other statue come away? That's what I'm saying. You know great about being a wolf? They have much better initiative. Pack tactics. Ooh, that doesn't help, though. Three? Four? So I rolled a six. Mm-hmm. So five. Eight. 
No, I mean like total. Oh, oh. yeah, you're a wolf. I rolled 15. Azim, you're up first. We could have just left. Still can. I walk out of the room. Okay. I'm a hold an action for when Fin Dog MD comes out to close the light door. Okay. It takes us to this statue creature. Whenever I say Fin Wolf or Fin Dog, I'm going to say Fem Dog one day by accident. Fem Dog. Um, so this, this statue is going to uh, slash at Fin Dog with part of its like arm that is a jagged shard of like crystal uh, which is a six to hit no that's that's, 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 that's all it can do uh, Finn will I kill the stat no I'm gonna leave you can take it beat it up I'm sure we could do I want to you're welcome to try I mean it doesn't does it seem like there's anything of value fighting over in this room maybe you haven't had a chance to look I'm gonna leave all right um, I assume I'm going to take an attack of opportunity. Maybe. But I will... You could disengage. You could oh, disengage. True. Yeah, I'll, I'll disengage as an action and then move out with my movement. So you move out? Yeah. Uh, Azim, you lock the door. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what you had prepared. Yep. Push it, lock it back. You have the key. It's easy to do. No worries. You're safe. And then it starts knocking down the door. And talking. It's sentient. Tradia. Can I have some airheads? This is what we need to do. We need to put all of our snacks in little individual bowls that don't make crinkling noises. You know, I was going to ask that when I first got here, but then I forgot. We just pause for noise for snack breaks. True. So what did I miss? We circled around. We found a sex room. Um... Pan went down again. Mm, nope. Nope. Um, we found some torture chamber. We found some bedrooms. We found a statue of a sexy lady. We found a statue that wasn't a sexy lady that tried to attack us, but we just locked the door, and it's still in there. But okay. we should be okay. Do we want to give a pass to the lower halls, or do we just or not? I think we, we need to just get out of here at this point. I think we're pushing our luck a little too much as it is. You guys tell me. And realistically, Azim would feel better to get the other two out of here and have someone stand at the entrance to the the catacombs. But like, why other people go get like the police or like the investigator? Do I happen to hear or smell someone just in a southern direction? Uh, you want to do the hallway again? It can't hurt to at least look, right? It won't. A little sniff wouldn't hurt anyone. Right? A little sniff. Roll me perception check. Well, that's a natural 20. So 25. Uh, yeah, there is someone down here, actually. You smell somebody on the other side of one of these rooms. Just one? Just one. It is the, uh... It is the, the left hallway. Left hallway, left door. You smell a person in there. I do a little circle in front of a sim and I bark one time. Do with that information what you will. So you just sit there. You're just like sitting at in front of that door. I mean, are we at the doors right now? Do we? Are, are, are we going down the hallway or, or do you just want to leave? So 
to you. Well, I'm just curious. Did you go that way when you smelled? I mean, smelled? I would have had to circle through there, yes. Would you have followed? I probably would have waited. And then if you, like, barked or whatever. Well, if you would have waited here, then I would have come back to you and done what I just said. I'd kind of gesture, what did you find? Or say, what did you find? Like, take me to which one, I guess. And I would I would go to the one door, and I would do the same growl at it. Same growl. He's done the growl one other time, and there were people behind the door. I think I think you got that figured out. Yeah. You want to open the door? Yeah. You open the door. Faint floral perfumes oh God. drift in the air of this chamber, which is lined with unlit candles and red silken tapestries. A crimson upholstered bed sits in the western wall, and a red patterned rug lies in the center of this chamber. Uh, a sculpture depicts a seductive feminine form crowned with the chilling visage of a smirking skull. Also, in the room, you see um, a cult robe that's like hanging sort of on like one of the posts of the bed. And there is a man that's like asleep on top of the bed. And he is um, not clothed. I just like the door. Close and lock it. Is there like? I mean, is there anything in the room, like, like item-wise? No, could be. You have to. You'd have to search to find out. We could take more prisoners. I locked the door. He can't get out if the door is locked. Unless he also has a key to the room he's sleeping in. We've only found one key this whole time. I only have one key for all of my house. Yeah. <laughs> it unlocks every single door, and I'm the only one that has one. Yeah. Probably. So, yeah, I lock the door, and we leave. Did you want to check any of the other rooms without people in them? No. I mean, there's other people that could go check. You got Pan. Simming it up over here. I currently lack thumbs. Someone's gonna have to open the doors for me. I've seen videos of dogs opening doors. True. Well, it depends. Is it like a round knob or is it one of the ones that like has a handle that I can pull on? It's it's, it's sorry. It's beyond the scope of the adventure. Oh shit. Mm, parasta. What's on this other door? Um, the other door are more bedrooms. Uh. There is a storeroom. Um, there's a, a big rack containing a bunch of different weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a pantry that has some stuff in it. And then there is another um, a, another room that has like a couple beds in it. Mm. Like get one <laughs> of the weapons off of the weapon rack like I don't really whatever okay um there are two flails yeah there is a mace a morning star a spear three uh curved instruments that are mechanically sickles two scimitars and a whip no axe no axe rest in piss I'm gonna grab the whip I'm gonna come back (coughs) Bernesh um so there are two things I'd like to do quickly before we leave Mm-hmm. One, you said there was like a big fountain at the end of the room? There is. Any like, what, what's that deal? Because it, it, looking at the image on this beautiful map, 
it looks like a blood fountain to me. Is that the case? Is there something going on? Is there, like, is the fountain, like, a figure depicted? Or what? I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say a blood fountain. I would. I'd say a wine fountain. Is it a wine fountain? Uh, there is a, the relief of a large gargoyle's mouth uh, that spouts a stream of crimson-tinted fluid into a wide basin. Um... It does, in fact, appear to be blood, and it swirls with these, like, red plumes. It is. It, it, it looks like blood. Okay, okay, okay. Um, roll me a religion check. And who's an expert in religion? Wolves. 17. <coughs> what, do you, what do you know about the wolf religion? Oh, woo. Besides the weirdos on Instagram. Ugh. Anyways, 17. 17. Yes, uh, depiction. Uh, it, it, it's The gargoyle itself is not a depiction, but this is very. This whole thing is very clearly um, something that has been constructed to honor the uh, the red goddess, uh, Morena. The red goddess Morena? Yeah, or Morena, the red goddess. Interesting. And with that religion check, it seems like what they do is they they cut up this body... Right, whoever they have on the altar, they cut them up. They have all these little tiny marks. They finally deliver the killing blow, and then they lay them in this fountain. The water and the blood mix, and they've done it so much, they have more blood than water. Mm. Gross. You want to drink it? No. <laughs> no. Looks like a <laughs> looks like it's a fountain of code red. Oh no. I'm back in. So anyways, last thing I want to do before we leave. This this pale sorcerer lady, mm-hmm. or spellcaster of some sort. Mm-hmm. What's that whip do? She's been sitting there. It seemed cool. Uh, it is. Um, do you want to take time to search through these bodies? Do we? Or do we just want to leave? Like you kind of grabbed the keys and kept going. You didn't really take anything of note. I mean, I at least want to take that whip. Why? It's not going to do the same thing. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah. I've played enough video games. Get boss weapons. They don't do the same damn thing the boss, boss they do with the boss. There's a difference between what the boss's weapon can do and what the boss can do. I've seen what the weapons can do. Well, I've seen you cast a Divine Smite, but if I take your big funny sword, it's not going to let me do it. Yeah, well. Must not be a good sword, though. Yeah, it's a trash sword. The boss is cheating. Josh is cheating. That's how he's doing it. <laughs> I can't do that. How come he can do that? Yeah. It's the only explanation. All I'm saying is, like, some weapons, like a, a weapon itself, even when separate from the boss, will still be on fire. But you get the weapon, it ain't on fire. Don't even have fire damage. So maybe that means that the boss had the fire. But if the weapon is not with the boss and it's still on fire, explain that. Here, here's the question. Would that happen to any weapon the boss picked up? No. Do you know that? Yeah. Have you been handing him different swords? Hey, yeah. I got a, I got a question. Can, weapons. can you hold this real quick for me? Can you can you hold this sandwich and see if you can toast it? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, this whip. You grab the whip. Um, it is uh, like you don't. It, it looks very much like a normal whip, but when you look at the actual whip part of it you see that there are these very tiny, very fine blades that are embedded in it. 
um, that cause wounds. Dope. You want to take it? Yes. Sure. Take the whip. Aside from now that there's a dog carrying like a whip a, in its mouth. We yeah. do like a little glance over the rest of these guys. Just a little, just real quick. Cursory even. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Sure. Um, most of the commoners now, most of the other cultists in here that didn't want to fight have run out. Mm-hmm. They, they left and you guys didn't really make any attempt to stop them or anything. Let them go. Who cares? Um, but with the, the pale woman, um, she, she does, she does technically have a spell book. Hmm. No, she doesn't. Just kidding. Mm. <laughs> she doesn't have a spell book. Um, she has that, uh, she has that whip. She doesn't have anything else on her person aside from a holy symbol that seems to be of Morena, the red goddess. There's also that ceremonial spear that that other woman had um, that seems to be like it would be worth something. Um, the spear that's killed many people's children. There is... That'd be worth a lot. There is also... Um, near the altar where she was standing, there is a fine-looking chalice. Filled with blood water? Yeah, absolutely. Does it look like it has a, any, any religious significance? I would love to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. You guys identify? I don't have that spell. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, um, so it is a, it is a, a chalice. Um, it is made of entirely of garnet, and it is carved into the likeness of a human skull. It was cup. it was full of blood, but you poured it out. Mm. And now it's full of Mountain Dew. Mm. <laughs> um, when you it it, it had <clears throat> it had it blood in it, uh, and when you picked it up, you noticed that the uh, the gemstone eyes would like pulse. You pour it out, they stop pulsing. What did the gemstone eyes do when you fill it full of Mountain Dew? <laughs> You want to take it? They get a kidney stone. Yeah. I'm going to regret saying this, but I was always super paranoid that I was going to get a kidney stone. Especially when I was a teenager because I used to drink Mountain Dew like non-fucking-stop. Never did. It's not too late. Why would you say that? You just doomed yourself. You could have had one this whole time. Just can't run with you. I posted a picture of that chalice, what it looks like. Oh, it has a picture? Mm -hmm. Oh, we're fucked. I can't wait to have that on my nightstand. I'm satisfied. Are you guys you guys happy to leave? Mm-hmm. Is no one gonna tell me I'm speaking gibberish? <laughs> I feel like at I feel like at this point it'd be hard to notice that everyone's like either A not responding to you or B giving you weird looks. Yeah. <laughs> I have some I have some art to share, actually, of um of this and I think it's really cool I don't know who did the art but I can tell you um, that this part of the adventure the dread chambers of the undercity uh, was written by Christopher Lockie he's a professional warrior poet and occultist who hails from the black woods of the North Carolina Badlands thank you he's not too far from us he's not we should pay him a visit 
you know, announced, of course. With permission. Yeah. What's the fun in that? Consent is important, Josh. Since you guys beat the fight, I'm gonna share this little art with you. I think it's cool. It is cool. Nice. So, no one wants to tell. Zim, you gotta be getting annoyed with Pan when he talks, right? <laughs> Merwin. I mean, I, I'm probably not really paying him too much attention. That hurts my heart. Because I just like I would probably assume it's like something's going up. He's done something. Because we know that he's caused problems at the school, so this might be something re- resulting from that. He might have pissed off his deity, so and this is his torture. Okay. So Zim doesn't care about you at this point. That's what I'm hearing. You're, you know, you're, that's not his it's problem. Not he doesn't so care. It's just not his problem right now. It's just not his problem right now. Marilyn? Josh, every time you move your foot, the light underneath the the table flickers. No. Well, magic's not my thing, so I have no idea what's going on, but I probably just kind of look at him funny. I don't tell you, man. It's not the strangest. People look at me funny all the time. That's like nothing. I just, I just like to think Wes is like doing that dog look and then just oh. like tilts like his head. <laughs> How long can you stay wild, Jake? An hour. Wow. Yeah, I, I plan on staying a wolf for the remainder of the hour. Makes sense. You never know when you're going to need it. He hikes his leg and pees on things on his way out. <laughs> Those are mine. <laughs> this, this, this place is mine This now. is my territory. I, I claim the fucker. <laughs> So you guys have Rosalind, um, you have uh, Consul Vendemic. Do you want to leave? Do you want to stay here? Is there anything else you want to do? Well, I don't want to stay here. We we only got like partial of a day left. I mean, Tabonga probably. Do. I mean, we gotta get out. We gotta get out. Tabonga here. do. <laughs> I just I just look at him like. How do you think I feel? My eyes starts to twitch in front of him just every time he talks. That's normal, though. Oh, this ain't Josh talking. This is the Zim. Oh, okay. The Zim is getting his eyes his eyes twitching every time Pan talks. All right, let's go. You guys collect what you found, which is, you know, arguably very little or a lot, depending on who you ask. And I you mean, we're leave. We're taking actual people. And you, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like. What's their mechanical benefit? It'll give you advantage on saving throws. Brick no, will save, live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say it saves brick. Maybe. Maybe. It'll give brick advantage on a lot of saving throws. <laughs> <laughs> you you make your way back up through the catacombs. You make your way out. Um, I don't remember that kobold's name. Uh, like the assistant? It's yeah. like Teal uh, or something. You make your way back out of the catacombs. You meet up with Quarrel, um, who sees that you have two people with you. Two whole-ass extra people. Well, and, wouldn't the cultists have ran out and passed him? Who says they went out the same maybe. way? Who, that's true. Who said they went out the same way? They might have I'm, hidden, hidden doors and stuff. I'm like 90% certain that there were at least two if not four or more secret doors that we did not see. What are we going to do there? about the boxes of silver bars? Oh, shit, I forgot about those. We should take them if we can. 
That seems very heavy. We should take a song. Sorry, what? I mean, Nito for Kanye. Did you say Kanye? <laughs> I did not say Kanye. Yeah, you did. No. You just did. You said Kanye. Kanye. Which is his new album. How many trade silver bars can a wolf carry? Probably not three chests worth of them. <laughs> it's alright. We only we have a hundred. Ex- we have extra hands now. Realistically. Rosalind, wake up. Carry this. <laughs> carry, carry this. It'll pay for your college. Let's go. Realistically, we probably don't need to take it ourselves. Because like something's up with that silver. Because it's from, what was it, it was from a different... It's a symbol with the barony of... The symbol on it is of the, the barony of Doresh. Yeah. Don't even want to take, like, one bar. We might get better if we don't take it and we, like, we turn it in like we're supposed to, like good people. This is why you don't play with paladins. That's why paladins suck. That would pay for my tuition forever. And y'all wonder why I don't want to play y'all's Pathfinder game. <laughs> Our Pathfinder game has been going yeah, it's great. Been so, it's so fun. To be I've heard all about it, trust me. Everyone's been great. No one's committed any crimes. Don't talk about Jake. <laughs> Everything else has been great. I've made so many friends. We're throwing a party. It's going to be great. I don't want to go back to school. I went to school. It was not. So I guess you guys are not taking the trade bars. I guess not. I don't have any well, hands we, we'll to hold t- them. We can take one. To show what we're talking about. I'm not carrying it. <laughs> I assume like we'll carry it. Ain't got no problem with it. Well, you're carrying Rosalind, aren't you? Okay, I have a backpack. It's not like the one bar is like a ton. Maybe like five, seven pounds, something like I that. I have no idea how much a, an ingot of silver weighs. So anyways, we leave the massive chests filled with money here, and we go. Okay. Well, exact grab But one. a Zim makes a note to grab one. I don't want to sell it. I just want to keep it as a souvenir. Seven pounds. Oh, look at okay, you. Okay, cool. So we have 700 pounds of silver. That was, a, that was an on-the-nose guess. Here you go. Take a token. Well, realistically, I sold and go so gold and silver are not really heavy. So. Okay. And ingots themselves are like that big. They're not like these big, massive ones you see in games. I mean, I understand that like that bag of gummy bears was three pounds, but if you asked me how how much three pounds of gummy bears was, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Why not? Because I don't know. Why not, Nick? That that bag over there. <laughs> I don't mind. All right, let's go. I go grab one. Got a question for it. Sure. What's heavier? <laughs> three pounds of steel or three pounds of gummy bears? Uh, three pounds of gummy bears. That's right, because steel is heavier than gummy bears. I hope people don't listen to this and think, wow, these guys are fucking idiots. No, they do. I mean, yeah. Beside, I mean, aside from what just happened. So you, you had to quarrel. Mm-hmm. He is yep. quite surprised that you brought two, uh, but he's all cool and he doesn't show his emotion. He just got done with a fucking line. Gonna be King Coral. <laughs> he just, uh, he motions to you and he'll kind of whisper and be like, alright. But we're not out of the woods yet. So, remember, 
I slap Pam. Stop it. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? He we don't know. And since when did you get a dog? <laughs> don't even say that. Our friend's is a dog. He just he was in the body of a human because he was confused about what he was. Alright, that's fine. I'm not dealing with this right now. <laughs> and you leave the catacombs. You get out safely. <sighs> I'm gonna take the daughter to the blacksmith because <laughs> you better believe it I won't break to die just yet or at all alright well this is what's going to happen Oh God. we're going to have some time that passes here so you return to the surface here um, you meet with the proper authorities here um, including the inspector. Mm-hmm. And the inspector, maybe even with the help of some of you, or all of you, takes a, a small team down to this temple. Or maybe you don't go. He does that on his own. Um, inspector, investigator. Investigator Ira goes down there with a group of, with a group of uh, other guards or law enforcement officials whatever you want to call them okay I thought you had a sneeze I was yawning I was yawning too um, you turn over Rosalind to the authorities and a couple things happen within the next couple of days maybe even a couple of weeks um, there is a hearing basically a meeting with the Zobek consuls uh, as well as the in- investigators um, and yourselves. And present during that hearing is Rosalind Turner. Rosalind, as well as um, Consul Vendemic, both testify against this cult, the Cult of Forbidden Ecstasies cult that was started um, by this woman who they identify as Felixia Balsheth. That her and her cult were responsible for all of these kidnappings and disappearances here. And that they were ritualistically sacrificing these people. Um, Consul Vendemic uh, condemns the actions of the cult publicly. Claims that she herself was a victim of their magics and influence. All of this to say that in the court of public opinion, as well as the fact-finding of this meeting, Brick is cleared of any and all suspicions. Yay. Great. We did it. The Kobold King, Kodo Cragclaw, is very thankful and is more than happy to award you with what he initially promised, which was what? A reward. (laughs) That's true. Um, He offered you one of his own personal uh, items from his treasury as a thank you. Hmm. Um, I think he also offered you some money. 
Um, I, I don't remember being offered money because he was a very he was very prone to liking money in Chinese. It's true. But I could be incorrect. No, it's fine. I don't have any notes on that. Um, the 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 kobolds of the kobolds ghettos um, are also incredibly thankful. Um, Brick and Skirt and the Rampant Roach hold a feast to honor the four of you, um, and they actually take up a sort of like a collection for you. Um, Brick is more, or uh, Skirt is more than happy to pay all of you for, for completing this, um, for, for clearing Brick's name, but everyone in the community decides that, you know, what you did isn't just for Brick's benefit, but for all of theirs. Um, so they will collect a community uh, reward, and uh, the Kobold Ghettos will gift you with 200 gold pieces. Wow. Not each. Altogether. Still wow. Yeah, still like way more money than I've had this entire time. We still have the... Yeah. We still have the loot thing. The loot character. Um... King Kodo Cragclaw will give you uh, an item from his personal treasury, uh, and he grants you a gift of the Candle of Summoning. It is a black candle that burns with an eerie green flame. The candle's magic is activated when the candle is lit, which requires an action. When lit, the candle sheds bright light for five feet, dim light for an additional five feet. Each creature in the light has advantage on con saves to maintain concentration on conjuration spells after burning for an hour or so or if the flame is magically or non-magically snuffed out it is destroyed alternatively when you light the candle for the first time you can cast the spirit guardian spell with it doing so destroys the candle so this is a one use light Mm -hmm. still cool yeah can't use spirit guardians um no it's not spirit guardians it's something else I killed it, Ian. Oh, sanctuary. <laughs> um, one of the other things over the, the couple of days that happens is um, Investigator Ira will come and meet with you all at the Rampant Roach. Um, obviously, he gives you his thanks. Uh, he, you really, you know, you really helped out a lot of people and, and got to the bottom of this. Um, I think it's only fair that we uh, share some of the stuff that we found in the temple. Uh, and he will hand you uh, like a, 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 an envelope with some um, notes in it. And he'll also give you a bag of things that they found down there. Um, they don't really need them as evidence. They're just going to take up space. So maybe you can put them to good use. Um, who wants to read the first letter? I guess I'll read it since someone's in trouble now. Okay. I'll post it here too, but here is one of the letters. Miss Balsheth, congratulations on your new post. Your predecessor was quite reluctant to communicate, and I trust you are a better correspondent. The bearer of this letter is my agent, Boris Cruel whom I have tasked with assisting you in whatever you desire, in whatever way you desire. 
he is particularly adept at acquiring prey and might serve well in procuring lambs for your goddess's altar. He brings with him one of our latest acquisitions, an oafish lout indeed, but this acquisition should pr prove effective in defending your new position. Though, do be sure to keep him well fed. Shroudson? The other letter in here is this one. Pan, you want to give that a read for us? Do I have to do it in gibberish? No. No, that's been cleared up by now. Uh, 30 Harvest Tide, 483 AR, in the name of Baron Urslav, Crawling Lord of Valinoria, Keeper of the Red Sisters, and by the unholy hand of King Lucan, Lord of the Shroud Eaters. Let it be known to all agents of the Blood Kingdom. Change is coming to Zobek by the hand of our fair sisters and the brothers of Nicophorus the Pale, first of his name. Our allies seek to divert Zobek's attention from the Iron Crags toward the... What is... Are any of these names? Ma... Marathi? To this end, the Honorable Felixia Balsheth has been appointed Red Sister of the First Order and ordained to serve the Red Mother's mercy from our bastion within Zobek itself. All agents of the Blood Kingdom are hereby summoned to identify any personages of significant import for conversion within Sister Balsheth's enclave. These covenants will form the bedrock of new trade and ensure a pact of non-aggression with the Crossroads City. By the glory of Morgau and the unhallowed legions of Duresh, in Miranda's name we conquer. Holy fuck. I'm glad you could see that, Chris, because I was barely about to read it. I got new glasses, I can see everything. Oh, you need good new glasses. They're nice. Thank you. So, Nick, in, in the time that we've had, mm -hmm. these few days. Do you guys like to know what, what's in the bag, too? Yeah, what's in the bag? Before you... Yeah, I, forgot. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Fuck you, Wes. <laughs> That's what he's saying. All right, bye, guys. I'll let you um, There is, a, uh, there is a, a candle in this bag. Um, there is a finely crafted... Le finely crafted leather whip with a bloodstone handle um, it seems to be very valuable there is a ruby symbol of Morena that is also valuable if you'd like to go ahead and, and sell those you guys have some, some time um, I'm sure that Pan can drop them off with someone to get a good price for them you can sell those for 150 gold Yeah, total if only that was divisible by 4 Oh, now we have 450 gold. Um, also in the bag are various, like, trinkets and personal objects. None of them appear to be um, very valuable or maybe, maybe um, especially important. Uh, but one of the things that is in this bag is significant to one of you. Because in this bag is a ring. A ring that Merwin recognizes as belonging to one of her lost friends. One of the other things that the, the, the investigator will tell you is that when they went down there, there was nobody there. 
Oh shit, they must have had a second key. How is that possible? <laughs> no, they wouldn't have had a second key. They didn't open the door because it was locked. I never gave them the key. They got to the door and just said, oh, nobody here. No one's in this one. Um, we didn't, uh, we haven't confirmed it, but it does seem that there was a, some sort of, some sort of room there that was that was put into place as, a, as an escape route. Um, it's no longer functional, but we have reason to suspect that it's some sort of teleportation circle. Off topic a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think about the three chests of silver. Are y'all curious to know how much US dollars that would be worth today? Yeah, please. Sure. 240000 the single for a chest or for all three? Alright, so we're gonna go find some silver. The only reason I know that is because Johnson was texting me the other week after he listened to the episode. You know how much damn silver that's worth? And he like did the math and everything. What a nerd. Right. Can I get all of you, except for Marilyn, to roll me a D Hondo, please? One. <laughs> 47. Yeah, 61. Let's start at the top. 61. Yeah. In this bag of trinkets, um, there is a child sized leather bracelet adorned with a collection of animal teeth. What was yours? About 47. There is an empty, blood stained vial hanging from a tarnished gold stain gold chain um and there is a rock a, a literal pile <laughs> of shit not a boulder there is a jar of mushrooms you got the best one want to trade jar of mushrooms jar of mushrooms eat it eat one. <laughs> I don't know consume the mushroom consume shroom I probably know a little bit about mushrooms, considering where I'm from. Lots of desert mushrooms? Desert and, like, rainforest type mushrooms. Uh, roll me a nature check. 18. 18. Uh, yes, these are actually um, mushrooms that are not native to the desert or the rainforest. Wouldn't you know that? Okay. I wasn't trying to identify them. I was trying to eat them. <laughs> um, and you would you would probably know that these are actually native to um, the Zobek Catacombs, the Underdark. What's Pally Town called, or the plane for Paladins? Oh, are you talking about uh, Excalibur? No, that's a Excelsior. That's right. <laughs> I thought that was a horse. Excelsior away. Pretty well, sure. Wes, you're always one talking shit about it. The horse? <laughs> no, no, the, the Pally Town. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's Excelsior. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Are they mushrooms from Excelsior? No, no. They're they're <laughs> from one of the eleven. Hills. No, they're from a, they're from the the Midgard equivalent of the Underdark, but I can't remember what that's called. 
Hail. Underground Mushroom Land. The campaign set in the underground mushroom land. I think it's this one, Chris. Oh fuck! I assume that's where we're going. I want you to know that side note because it's just it's cool um, that there is a uh, there is in fact like a a legion of soldiers in that area that are just made up of deathcap mushrooms. Uh, so it's a whole legion of mushrooms. Switching sides. The Death Legion. There's a bunch of little mushroom guys. It's like oh they're so cute. Don't eat them, you'll die. True. So, so Nick, when do we get lunch? <laughs> Says Azim in character and out of character. With an eight, w- w- sorry, with an eighteen, um, you would probably know that those mushrooms are native to um, the areas inhabited by the Ghoul Imperium. Okay. What was your question? I'm sorry. So, in the several days we've had, I would like to. Have take a take a long rest. Number one. Yes, but I would have liked to spend two of those days to inscribe the whip and the chalice that Pan found um, with the Gebu rune and cast identify on them. Okay. Rune magic. Um, that whip is just a regular whip, uh, but when you hit someone with it, they have to make a con save, and if they fail. Then they get uh, nasty wounds that bleed every turn. Nice. It does exactly what it does when she uses it. What about the necrotic Josh. damage? The necrotic damage is something she can do. Think of it like a divine smite, but cooler. <laughs> Nick's, Nick was just cheap. Yep, that's me. A necrotic smite. Um, I'll probably also tell you that the the can the other candle you got um, is something called a candle of visions. Can I get how with it? <laughs> An ayahuasca candle. <laughs> uh, this 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 black candle bl- burns with a blue flame. It's activated when it's lit, which requires an action. When it's lit, you know you get the light from a candle. Um, you have con saves to maintain concentration on divination spells. After burning for an hour, it is destroyed. Alternatively, you can light the candle for the first time, and you can use it to cast the augury sm- spell. Pretty good. Um, Candles are very popular the, in this setting. The, that rune is identified, is that right? Yeah. Um, the Chalice of Forbidden Ecstasies. It requires attunement by a spellcaster with charisma 14 or higher. Oh, shit. Paladin Josh can, or Azim can use it. Paladin Josh. He just identifies as Paladin Josh now. God damn it. I hate that so much. Can you use the Chalice of Forbidden Ecstasies? Guess how much charisma I have. It's not 14. I guess we got to give it to Paladin Josh then, so you can drink out of his skull cup. I guess so. Uh, so it is a it is Dr. a. Doctor Pepper. You saw the you saw the cup, uh, garnet and carved into the likeness of a skull. Uh, when it's filled with blood, the red gemstones in the eyes pulse with scintillating crimson light that ex- uh, extends into five foot radius of dim light. Each creature that drinks blood from this chalice has disadvantage on enchantment spells you cast for the next twenty four hours. In addition. Mm. You can use an action to cast the suggestion spell using your spell DC on a creature that has drunk blood from the chalice within the past 24 hours. It's all making sense. So they captured her, presumably, forced her to drink from the chalice, then ensorcelled her to do a sick, nasty ritual sacrifice. It seems like hell of a 
But why? I don't know. The letter suggests that they were trying to grow this cult and using these sort of high-profile figures to bring other people into the cult, uh, thus being able to get to the point where they could broker a, a, a treaty between the crossroads city, Zobek, mm-hmm. and this other kingdom of Morgau. Anyways, anyone want this whip that does bleed damage? I don't think I can use it. Is a whip not a simple weapon? Mm-hmm. One way to find out. I think it is. Which is kind of wild if you think about it. It is a, it is a martial there's like, there's nothing simple about using a whip. It's a, it's a martial weapon. It has finesse and reach. Yeah, well, I mean, can't use that one. I'll use that. I don't know. I'm Paladin Josh. I got a whip that bleeds people. <laughs> I got to bleed them good. I got my blood cup. <laughs> my blood cup. <laughs> I got to take the blood if cup. You, I don't. I mean, realistically, this guy creeped out. About if it. you think about it, I just unlocked unlimited refills. <laughs> 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 I don't want the cup. I didn't keep the cup. Um, Pan, do you go to class? I think I have to at this point, right? Otherwise, they're going to expel me. I'm shocked they haven't already. Yeah, yeah I go to class. Okay. Um, we're going to end this out today. You've gotten your things. You've saved Rosalind Turner. You've cleared the innocent name of Brick. And you also hit level three. Hey! Hey. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I finally get nine episodes to get to level three. Yeah, three per level. Which means... By level by episode twenty seven, you'll be level nine. Doubtful. Mm-hmm. Would you like to bet? What? That. Are you a are you a betting man? Well, I'm not going to bet against you. I know you don't have a job. I don't want to take your parents' money. That's not entirely true. <laughs> he goes out at night and he stands on the street corner. He sells feet picks. Don't do it, Wes. I, know I just let you know that if you did sell feet picks, I would support you 100%. You know what's very funny to me? Uh, I've got a contract position lined up for right before we leave for Gen Con. I've already talked to the person that'll be my boss. I mean, it'll go there for like two days. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go to Gen Con. <laughs> and then I'm going to come back. It's, it's going to be silly. Guys, you're not going to fucking believe this shit, brother. But I finally get second level spells. Let's go. Holy. Uh, we'll deal with that. Okay. Any uh, any words of encouragement? Any soliloquies about overcoming the odds that you'd like to share before we depart for the evening? I'm glad we didn't die. We didn't deserve to live. I mean, those are. I'm, I'm not sure who's holding our hand, but those were some hard-fought battles. It would all been easier with one of our t-shirts. We were very close. <laughs> you can also now buy uh, coffee cups and stickers. Yo, let's go. Oh, I love stickers. Gives that aura of protection. 
check it out at unstabletop.curator-spring.com. <laughs> <laughs>